The Glass Chamber, your local smoke shop, exotic sodas, Delta 8, Puffco, and the newest disposables. If you're not shopping at Glass Chamber, can you really consider yourself a smoker? With the latest and greatest in the industry, why wouldn't you? Now, seven convenient locations. Visit GlassChamberFL.com for more. Take 15, a Take 3 Wrestling podcast. We're live. It's me, Mike Bernier. I'm joined by the only other guy who's appeared on 91.4% of these, Joe Lopez. Have I missed one? Just the days that we didn't record. So I've not missed any of these, just we've missed them overall. Yeah. But okay, that's, that's I'm, I'm still the Iron Man. That's because Ernest doesn't know how to record. No, he's, he's, I don't know. He's In, the potty trainer. Intellectually challenged? Yes. All right. So we're here today. It's Saturday, 12 o'clock on the East Coast of the United States of America. Last time we joined you for an emergency podcast of this nature, one Bray Wyatt was released. Yeah. We're here today to talk about some more releases. Not, Wait, as, not as impactful. Some of them may end up on impact. They so might. Maybe, maybe it'll be impactful for them. Uh-huh. I like that. Thank you. Uh, last night, a slew of NXT releases took place about 9 o'clock at night. We're going to talk about them. Can we talk about just for one second? How shitty is it? At 9 p.m. on a Friday night to find out you've lost your job. That's, that's shitty. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That, that's like, anything else aside, I don't care if you've not been used in five months on NXT. I don't care if you're absolutely a complete and utter nobody. You were getting a paycheck every week and all of a sudden you got your pink slip at 9 p.m. on a Friday. Goddamn. Like, that's just rude. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a big fan of the, the timing, but it is what it is. So we're going to go through the list. We're going to talk about them a little bit here. Talk about what's next for the people that were released and maybe what's next for the yellow and gold brand moving forward. We'll start with the name that I believe is the most upsetting and shocking of, of the list. Yeah. And that is the former North American champion Bronson Reed. Reed the... 32-year-old from Adelaide, South Australia. He won the title from... Who did he win it from? Did he beat Gargano? He did beat Gargano. I was like, everyone beats Gargano for the North American title. He, everyone just beats Johnny in general. Yep. This is coming from the Johnny Gargano fan. Uh, he won that, and then they defended. he defended it with MSK against the Legato Del Fantasma in a winner-takes-all match before shockingly dropping it to Swerve. Right. This was something that all of us, when, when Swerve won the title, we were like, what the hell? I mean, I know Hit Row got involved, and it, and it kind of led to the schmage finish. Yes. But Bronson never got a rematch, and I think we were all kind of like, well, what the fuck is going on? Well, then he started showing up on, like, dark matches as soon as they started going live again on, like, Raw and SmackDown. He did a couple of dark matches, I think. He defeated Adam Cole on the July 27th episode of NXT, and then just like that, he's gone. Yeah, it was weird. That's a weird one. It seems like they were really about ready to give him a main roster push. And now all of a sudden, he got pushed out the door instead. It's very strange. Yeah, I don't I don't understand it. Um, he was a very, very, very good wrestler. Um, How old is he? He's 32. So, okay, there's one theory that's going on out there that I've read that they're trying to repackage NXT as a whole to be towards younger talents, i.e. guys under the age of 30. If that's true, I mean, 
It's a dumbass reason, but that could be one of the reasons why Bronson Reed is gone. Now, I don't know how you then explain for your Johnny Gargano's and Kyle your Kyle O'Reilly. Unless they're going to start moving those guys to the main rosters to Raw and SmackDown. But I don't know. Like, that it, that certainly fits. Like, maybe they are, like, planning on pushing those guys to the main rosters. And maybe Bronson Reed got his tryout dark matches. They decided, hey, we're not really feeling this guy. But we're also not looking to have guys his age on NXT anymore. So... There's not really anywhere else to put him at that point. Yeah, what are we developing him for? Right, exactly. But then if if that's the narrative, I guess let's talk about uh, another name that was released late last night. 26-year-old Jake Atlas. That's a weird one. Maybe they just weren't feeling him. I mean, he hasn't exactly... Like, I'm a fan, but he hasn't, like, super lit the world on fire in NXT. The last time he really did two, anything two, worthwhile. 205 Live, the, the Cruiserweight yeah, title. but how often do they actually care about 205 Live? I'm surprised they still even produce 205 Live, quite frankly. I didn't know really that they did until about like a week and a half ago. Whenever, I, after they released all of the guys from 205 Live, I, was I literally say, thought they just stopped doing 205 Live. I, I think I saw a headline on like Pro Wrestling Insider last night, like the write-up for 205 Live, where they were just like, Hey, four guys come to enter this show. Two of them don't have jobs by tomorrow. So a- another name a- after talking about Jake Atlas, who I think could be big out on the open market, another guy that doesn't fit that build of the old of, of the young guy getting released, former North American champion Leon Ruff. He's twenty five. Yeah, but he was always getting like the Colin Delaney run here, wasn't he? I don't know. They they literally tried to make him like into something. It wasn't like that. He was just yeah. I mean, he had the feud with with. Uh, swerve yeah and stuff like that you know def- lost to pete dunn right wasn't around for a couple months and then was released on the same night that his last match took place obviously because you know that's what they do on 205 live right um i just i if you're gonna release the older the older statesmans like i get it but releasing uh atlas and um Guys like Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff. I'm looking up uh, one. Wasn't of, one of the guys in the uh, breakout tournament also released? Uh, I thought I read that somewhere. I don't know how, how old he is or young he is or whatever. Well, let, me, let me see if I can find the breakout tournament bracket. NXT breakout. Yeah, so it, it just... I don't know that... Like, I'm... I don't get that this is like a like a thing here. Like I, it's very frustrating that they've decided to just you know punt. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I don't think they got rid of anyone. It was Trey Baxter, Joe Gacy, Odyssey Jones, Andre Chase, Josh Briggs, Carmelo Hayes, Eichmann Hero, and Duke Hudson. I, one of those guys, I think, is at least gone. No, I don't think so. I'm looking at I'm looking at the list compared to who was released. Okay. None, none of those names match. Maybe an alternate for it? Oh, maybe. I swear, I thought I read that um, somewhere. Also, other notable name released, and this one is one that will hurt the hearts of many people that have watched the Yellow and Gold brand for a long time. Former Undisputed Era member Bobby Fish. That one kind of sucks, I'm not going to lie. Stings. It stings. I was really hoping that we would see uh, the four-way between those guys before all was said and done. Obviously, we're not going to end up seeing that. That's officially gone at this point. But it, I don't know, it's definitely, it's disappointing. But you also do sort of get it because talk about someone 
who's definitely older than 30. I mean, 44. Bobby is 44, right. And just came back from a bunch of injuries and stuff. He's a guy, you know, there's always a lot of talk about, like, oh, well, these guys end up in AEW and stuff like that. He's one that I don't actually think is going to end up in AEW, slash I don't think AEW particularly needs to make room for him. I would love to see him back in Ring of Honor. Or I'd love to see him show up on, like, New Japan Strong or something like that. I don't need him in AEW. Give me Bobby Fish versus Jonathan Gresham for the Ring of Honor pure title. I mean, that would be friggin' awesome, honestly. I could get behind that. Yeah, exactly. Um, another name that was released last night that is potentially a name that could end up in the AEW land of uh, of misfit toys, as I will call that division, that is the women's division, and that is Mercedes Martinez. Yeah, and she's, she's probably, to me, the biggest get that AEW could grab out of this list of people, because as we've established, their women's division still needs a lot of developing, a lot of help with that. Not only does she become an instant talent that you could push pretty high on the card in and of herself, but she's also a certified veteran of the pro wrestling industry. She is she's 40. been around for a long time. She's 40. Uh, she could very easily go there and help develop the women that they have, the younger women, you know, your Red Velvets and your Jade Cardhill and all those kinds of women. Your, um, what's that woman, the MMA woman? Oh, legit Layla Hurst? Yeah, like her, like honestly, even girls like Penelope Ford and stuff, you put them, not even just in the ring, but even backstage, like you give them the chance to work with a Mercedes mm-hmm. Martinez. Like, Mercedes could become what, like, Sarah Del Rey became for WWE as a trainer backstage if Mercedes isn't interested in being on screen again. But I would, if I were her, I'd want to be on screen, too, in in AEW because, like I said, like, of all of the divisions in AEW right now, the women's division is probably the one that is the most wide open where you can show up in that company and if you're legit in any capacity, you could actually get a decent push. Yeah. um, Also, other names released. Giant Zangier, uh, I think he had one match on like the the one of those Indian shows. Okay, uh, Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves, who we've seen multiple times at NXT tapings as like the in between the show matches. Yeah, um, been with the company for a long time and never really got a a main NXT. No, and they never really. Like, settled on a character for him. I feel like we saw him doing so many different things. I enjoyed... There was, like, five minutes where he was playing, like, a Ric Flair-esque character. Yeah, he was the finest. He came out yeah. with blonde hair. That, that was pretty good, but they never really went anywhere with him. He's someone who I could see, again, on the indie scene. You know the funny thing is? I saw someone tweet this the other... Uh, last night, or this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... Nobody famous or anything like that, I don't think. But someone put out a tweet that said... You know, five years ago, WWE killed the independent wrestling scene in America. Last night and in the last few weeks, they've basically kind of given birth back to the indie scene in America. Because they've released enough talents where, like, if you're an MLW or you're a Ring of Honor or you're even just, like, an upstart little company that's trying to get some attention, these are the kind of guys who, they might not be big names, they might not be the guys who all of a sudden are getting you people in you know, right away, like, new fans and stuff. But you still need a good roster in order to put on shows. Yeah. Like, that's factually a thing. There's a reason why Ring of Honor in the last few years, it's felt like they had, like, 12 people on their roster and that's it. Because at some times, I'm pretty sure that's all they had on their roster. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, there's actually a huge pool of talent out there again. 
Like, a Jake Atlas could make his name in Ring of Honor. He really could if given the chance. He's not going to come in and be the main eventer. No. He's not going to come in and right off the bat be the guy who gets to fight against Jay Lethal for, like, you know, any kind of glory or anything like that. But he could easily come in and be a guy who builds up from the bottom and becomes a huge star there. Uh, absolutely. Uh, other name, Asher Hale. And finally, we'll talk about this one. This one surprised me a lot. Uh, that is the name of one Tyler Rust, part of the Diamond Mind. Um, How old is he? Uh, I'll look real quick. I let's, see, let's see if there's any base to that theory. I think he's actually young. I mean, were you a fan of his? Other than the fact that like, I'm surprised that they released him because they've been pushing him. Because obviously you put him in a new stable. Granted, maybe they feel like the stable isn't working out or something like that. Or they're just going to put oh, him somebody well, else. Maybe, maybe it does make sense that they got rid of him. Why? How old is he? 34. There you go. I mean, now granted, Roddy is definitely over 30. And I'm sure that the other guy that's in the group is probably... I mean, he might be young. I actually don't know how old he is. But I don't know. Like, at the end of the day, I mean... If Roddy is getting called up to the main roster, if, like, all of this is true in theory, then, you know... Or who knows, maybe the idea is, like, they're going to focus on guys under 30, but you're still going to have, like, five or six guys to be kind of the anchors of NXT. Like, your Garganos and your Strongs and your Samoa Joe and stuff like that. You look confused. Why do you look confused? The gentleman that's also part of the diamond mine the asian gentleman uh-huh want to take a guess how old he is 42 41 I, he looks it no offense to him at all i mean like he looks good for 41 okay he signed as a coach okay and then began working as uh as haichi man as part of the diamond mine stable so he may not actually wrestle okay. he may be like the the, the mma coach yeah, bivens yeah, is yeah. bivens is the don king yeah Hutchinson is the, the the coach of Mike Tyson and so Roger Strong. So maybe this is all just for Roddy, like to give Roddy a big singles push. Because I really could see just because they say that they're going to focus on guys under the age of thirty, you're also not turning around tomorrow and having no like having none having of your no stars. established established guys, right? So like I could you could see, see Gargano, Gargano, the Strong, Coles. right? Maybe Adam Cole. I've heard rumor that they've offered Adam Cole possibly a really big contract. A million, kinda, yeah. You so you saw that one too. Million. Huh? If, if that was if that's actual got any truth to it, there's no way he shows up Sign on NXT. Me. Yes, sign. I mean, he's gonna stay number one, but number two, he's gonna end up on SmackDown or Raw for that kind of money. He's not making that money in NXT. No. So, but like, I could see them. Like, look, we we all know that Samoa Joe's about to become the NXT World Champion. Obviously, you're not putting the belt on him and then having this like under thirty initiative. Where, like, you have nobody... No, and the thing is, you also have to keep it as somewhat of a draw for the TakeOver shows. Mm-hmm. You have to have some talent on there. At having, least for a year or so. Having guys like Roddy, you know, Gargano... Yeah. Um, even to an extent, the... You'll leave, the, like, under, uh, Pete Dunne... Yeah. Tony Lorcan, guys like that. Yeah. Walter, Imperium. Exactly. Stuff like that. So there's still some kind of a draw there. Exactly. And Makes that gives sense. You, and it gives you, like, a good six months to a year to start building up your under 30 crowd granted i don't know this would be a good topic for the main show maybe later this week Mm -hmm. uh looking at the under 30 wrestlers that are in nxt and trying to figure out which guys actually have that potential to become like within a year so you're telling big stars what you're telling me is i need to make a spreadsheet yeah i feel like that's worth it all right i guess i guess i guess i have some work to do tonight so Uh, other names released and then we'll get out of here uh wwe performance center talent Zachariah Smith, 
And then late last night, about 11 o'clock, Desmond Troy, whose name was Denzel Dijanay, went out and said that he was released. For those of you that don't know about Desmond Troy, a.k.a. Denzel, he was a former NCAA wrestler that signed in July of 2018. He wrestled on the July 2nd edition of 205 Live, losing to Joe Gacy. Um, he had not wrestled before that, before losing to Karrion Cross. Uh, he made a few main rosters appearances, working as like security guards, and was one of the elite Nigerian guards for one Apollo Crews. Uh, so that brings the total to 13 NXT talents. Uh, total were released last night. Um, again, the big shocker there, Bronson Reed, even to an extent the Tyler Rust character uh, being gone is also a little bit of a question. But the rest of it, uh, I mean, it, it's guys that either they decided to cut on. And here's the thing. We talked about it before. Joe mentioned it, that they killed the independents. WWE hoarded a lot of talent for a lot of time. Yes. And we've talked about that, about them trying to control the market. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that N- that AEW had a direct correlation with this. It, it may uh, have, yeah. but I also think that it could be time for them to crunch numbers. It's also one of those things. You know, we talk about budget cuts. When your roster is inflated by that many people that you're paying to not actually use, yeah. sometimes it's time to shit or get off the pot. You know what's funny? I do wonder at what point AEW is going to have to start making cuts itself because your or just roster, not signing anybody just, else. Either not signing anybody else or starting to make some cuts. That's why we did that topic on last week's. Go back, listen to our show from this past week, the, the longer show. Not this. Oh, no, two weeks two ago. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Go back, listen to that. We kind of gave our idea of, like, who would you cut if you were making some AEW roster cuts. Because at the end of the day, they have over 100 people on that roster as it is. There's showing no real signs of stopping signing new people. Some big names, some small names. Like, they're obviously – that eventually – you can't have a roster that's 200 people long when you're one company that only has, like, four shows a week. or And really, only two shows really a week that are on TV. Are watch. Right, exactly. So, at the end of the day, like, they're going to end up in a place like any business. That any company in any business in the world, they're going to end up in a place where they have to start making cuts. And my question is, are people going to react to them the same way that they react to WWE? No chance. I mean, I don't know. The wrestling fans like to be angry at wrestling companies for whatever reason. Well, I'll say this much, and, and we'll end it here, and we'll let, we'll let you guys stew on this one. The only way they get angry is, it, is if it's a name they love. Right. If they release Darby Allen after the accused allegations that have come out against him, which we're not going to talk about because that's all they are is allegations with no... Yeah, we're not getting into true that. ...true meaning or whatever. If something comes out within the next couple of days, we may touch, talk about it on another episode. But fans love him. They release him, you might get some ravaged fans. Yeah. Fans won't get pissed off if they decide tomorrow, you know what, Frankie Kazarian, gotta go. Yeah. Yeah, True. I mean, that, that's the thing. It, it's, it's that fickleness of, like, we want them here now, but we don't want, you know, this guy. Yeah. So it, I, I, it's why I take my thought process. Um, so we'll leave that at that. And I'm going to finish this with one last question here for you, Joe, and then we'll, we'll, kick, we'll kick some rocks. Here, you want to read this real quick? Oh, let me read. I just saw this. Worth, worth. Uh, all right. The Fightful has learned that a couple of hours before SmackDown, Adam Cole was taken directly to Vince McMahon's office uh, in something that was said to be appear to be a high priority to McMahon himself. One source high up in the WWE said that they heard that the meeting went well 
and Vince seemed to have taken a liking to Adam Cole on a personal level. People backstage at SmackDown said Cole was not around during the show. WWE had originally hoped to bring Cole in the Friday before SmackDown in Minnesota, but switched it to the following week in Tampa for logistical reasons. Fightful has been informed that there have been pitches for Cole for both Raw and SmackDown over the last week if he were to resign with the WWE. Sources tell us that, that it's been communicated to Cole that he is wanted on the main roster. That's an interesting one. Adam Cole just became the hottest free agent in pro wrestling. While still signed to a contract. While still signed to a contract. All right, I'm going to leave it with this, and then we're going to get out of here. NXT TakeOver 36. Is this the final true TakeOver that we get? I don't know. It could be. I is mean, this, Is this the end of TakeOver being the show of the weekend? It really depends. You know, the thing is, there have been a lot of times where that roster has been changed so radically, and we all kind of thought that it wasn't going to be that great. And they've built stars. They've made guys matter. They've made matches matter. I think it's possible. I think it's possible that things will have an upswing. I think it really just depends on what they do with the roster and what they do with who they have left in a lot of ways between now and the next, like, six months to a year. Like, NXT is about to enter basically, like, a rebuilding period at a time when I don't know that anyone expected them to need a rebuilding period. But then again... It's not like they haven't been kind of stale for a while in a lot of ways, too. The roster really hasn't changed that radically in the last, like, two years. So maybe it's not the worst timing, honestly. All right. We'll leave you guys with that. Think about what you guys think about that. If you want to respond, respond on Twitter at TakeTheNumber3Wrestling or on the other social medias, Facebook and Instagram. Look up TakeTheNumber3Wrestling. Wrestling. You can follow me on Twitter at they call me burn. Follow Ernest at EJ Christian Seven. Joe can be followed on J Lo Shuga. Uh, we'll be back probably Tuesday with a recap of what happened on Monday Night Raw unless something else crazy happens over the next forty eight hours, and then we'll be back for the weekly shows. Uh, big show coming up on the week where we start talking about uh, some SummerSlam stuff as we lead into the pay per view in a couple of weeks. So for Take Fifteen and Take Three Wrestling Podcast for Joe, I'm Mike. We'll see you guys later. We're on a mission to serve you and your community with access to great health care. AmeriHealth Caritas Florida is a local Medicaid health plan that is part of the national AmeriHealth Caritas family of companies. We help our members manage their health and connect to community resources. We make care the heart of our work. With us, it's about you. To learn more, please visit www.americahealthcaritasfl.com. Proudly serving Regions 9 and 11. During the Honda Summer Sales Event at your Southwest Florida Honda dealers, get 0% financing on KBB.com's 2021 Best Value Brand 7 Years Running. Visit SouthwestFloridaHondaDealers.com. Call 888-225-1964.